BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, okay, so Nate the Freight going McCaffrey. I like that on PPR sites. I like that in every site. Yeah, every site. McCaffrey too. should really be the number one overall pick. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I think when we're thinking about picks by themselves, we should also be thinking about, especially with like the first pick who we can get at the two, three turn. So I think there's a case for cup plus the running backs you get, you can get at two, three versus McCaffrey and the wide receivers you can get at two, three. Um, but of course, if McCaffrey's healthy, he's going to score, um, (laughs) 400 points. Steven says I'd get banned from underdog if they had a chat. I understand the sentiment. Davis goes with Eckler, pretty chalk pick there. And after pick six, it's like the wild west of who. Yeah, you can better. take, you can literally like, you can take whoever you want. I think. Uh, agreed with that. I won't be using the queue myself because I'm sharing my screen um, with your with your enemy with the with the villain of the day. With uh, who? Who's that? Bill, Me. Bill oh, you. Okay. You and I. We're we're, I we're, we're batting here. Friends. We're friends here. Um. Thanks, guys, for tuning into this. Hit the like button if you're enjoying it. Really don't know if likes or subscribes or comments helps my channel more. Um, they, you, they all help. They're all they're all good for your channel. They're all good. Okay, good to know. Um, if you have questions and you're watching this on replay, ask them in the YouTube chat, and I will uh, either answer them on stream on the next show or I, I go back and I check those and answer them. Um, I'm going to grab Kelsey here and... The reason is, is because basically it's like, okay, I'm not going to get the number one wide receiver. I'm not going to get the one number one running back. So rather than betting against these guys, it's just saying I got the number one tight end. And hopefully that allows me to separate more than them. And then I will grab cook. Um, There's enough murmurs that maybe they're going to be passing a little bit more there. We should like the offense more with their new head coach upgrade. I I love Dalvin. I, I, I would take, I would take Dalvin at seven, I think. Um, Matt asks, is drafters full PPR still? Yes, it is. Yes. Full PPR. No, 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 like DK scoring bonuses or anything. Yeah. Dalvin's interesting. I don't have a ton, um, but I've been working to get a lot more and I'm kind of happy his price has been falling a bit. The past three drafts I have done have been Kelsey cook start. So, um, I like the start and I kind of like to do that with my teams where just because I started, Kelsey Cook in one draft does not mean I won't do the same exact thing and try to build it a little different. Um, and I'm going to upload a video, a long form video on my channel pretty soon here, reviewing what worked for the underdog finals. And something I remember looking at last year when I was in those is um, there was like three or four people with 
three lineups in the underdog finals. And the only way that's possible is if they have a condensed player core. Condensed core. Yeah, and those players did well. Um, <laughs> so nothing unusual with the start. Julius going with the dig Samuel start. Um, and yeah, I mean, for like zero running back, I would definitely caution at stopping at a certain point. Davis got Andrews Eckler really like that start for him. So we both went running back tight end and we're basically both saying, Hey, we got a top one or two tight end and hopefully we got a top five running back. Um, I don't think about half point PPR versus PPR too differently. I do. Oh, you, you'd need to. I, think. I do think about like who's going to score touchdowns pretty solely for underdogs. Touchdowns, but. touchdowns are just super important. This this uh, full full point PPR, uh, honestly, it, it devalues the Derrick Henry, Najee, uh, you know, group of grouping of guys. Uh, your Josh Jacobs, uh, it, it really deads that tier of guys. You know, the uh, Eli Mitchell is worse in that format. I, I guess I would talk more for wide receivers, like running back, you know, running back is what it is. But as far as like wide receivers, like if I think Gabe Davis is more of a half point PPR guy because he scores touchdowns, I still want him for PPR sites. Oh um, yeah. Well, well, and wide receiver production is um, less linear and more events based than, than running back stuff, you know, Eric with the funny comment here talking about, all these week 17 stacks that are fresh on my mind um, regarding stacks. I think something that's interesting for drafters is we still want correlation. We still want stacks. Um, it's not essential, but something that you can do is you can stack in the division and you know, you're going to get yeah, a, that's a good ton point. of correlated games throughout the season. So if you take, you know, let's take one of the best divisions of football. If you take chargers, chiefs, Broncos and Raiders players, you know you're going to get eight games potentially if they're not playing week 18 of stacked games. Um, so division stacks, that's right. Well, let's talk about this. Matt said, Titans beat reporter just dropped Burks to be Titans wide receiver three this season. I do not care about these reports. It, you know, Burks, whatever. If he flops, he flops. But my hot take is with Burks suffering from this um, – a little bit of conditioning problems is maybe the dude got COVID like half of the country and he's just, you know, I think athletes tend to think of themselves as invincible. So it's more likely an athlete is not um, vaccinated and maybe he's just suffering a little bit from some post COVID. There's no news on that. That's total speculation by me, but it would make sense. I just got recovered from COVID. I had some post COVID um, symptoms. It took me a little bit to get back in shape. Um, but yeah, I'm not worried about Burks until it bleeds into the season. And we've seen this with like the, the fear in this time of the season. What's your takes on Burks? I mean, it's like, it's like, we, we literally just saw the mo like the giga example of this last year with Jamar chase, where people were worried about, uh, it wasn't a health thing. It was like, uh, what was it? He, he was having a bunch of drops and he looked bad in the preseason and people were, were not feeling the, uh, the Jamar chase stuff, which seems, uh, which was terrible at the time is terrible in retrospect, just, just truly, uh, 100% terrible. And I, I think the Burks thing is not the same because obviously chase is like a greater, uh, you know, greater tier of prospect, but yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just drafting a bunch of trail on Burks. 
I'm real happy to get Chubb to follow me here. Um, quite the discount on him anchors my running backs. And Chubb, while he may not be as good of a PPR site, if he has six spike weeks, great. Um, that's that's all I need to keep me live for first. And I kind of like, I'm not sure if it's actually best to do this, but I kind of like try to fill out my starting roster um, when I'm drafting on um drafters to score the most points so i try to kind of start the whole um the whole team and you know just like so get my three wide receivers Dude, that is small brain thinking what are you talking about are you being serious right now i do that sometimes yeah i don't think i mean as long as the as long as i'm not like dropping a tier but filling out your full roster i get i get you what you're saying where you just kinda... went you just went full lizard brain on me dude <laughs> hey man i take kind of a simplified approach sometimes and and you know if if the cost if the market's right on the cost and you're not you know reaching tiers here, um, I don't see why it would be bad. I'm not you know I don't do that for every team, but especially with me starting tight end and two running backs, I don't feel the need to force a running back around five to six. Um, I would like to start hammering wide receivers for my team. You grab Pittman. How are you feeling about Pittman here? Because like it's where he's going, but. It just doesn't feel great to me to be grabbing an old Matt Ryan's number one wide receiver. When I mean, I definitely lack of target competition. I definitely uh, do not love it. Like, I don't think it's like a great price or anything like that. Although he did uh, like dominate the Colts receiving last year to a degree. Like we very rarely see he had a thousand eighty two receiving yards. No other player on the team had more than 384 receiving yards. So he He's like five picks after T Higgins and AJ Brown. So that's the thing is it's a huge tier break. So you don't feel good about Pittman as your wide receiver one. So I'm going to immediately disregard your advice of filling out the starting lineup. I I'm going to be, I'm going to be pounding wide receivers here in this mid range, kind of from uh, honestly, kind of from that Pittman range to Elijah Moore, who is like back end of the sixth round? Well, you you can do that. You that's still filling out your roster. I mean, because you have one running back. You I don't have. have your, I don't have a quarter. I'm gonna have to pass up on a quarterback probably though. So uh, you're well, gonna that, be you're gonna be looking at it like, bro, you don't have your quarterback filled. How are you taking a wide receiver? Oh, buddy, we have a we have a, on drafters. We have some four quarterback teams. I have. Um, we're okay, and I think quarterback being the position you wait on makes sense. You know, you're unlikely to get buried by a quarterback separating from the field um you can even go volume at quarterback and you know you don't need to go volume at tight end you have two great wide receivers to start and you have anchor eckler there um nick says matt Harmon has Pittman as an elite wide receiver one based on his reception perception yeah i understand that but it's just like i try to take a top-down view of fantasy of like how many yards do i think this offense is going to pass for I do think Matt Ryan is going to be much better with the Colts with with the O line they have versus what Atlanta was trotting out. And I do like I have hope that Alec Pierce is going to be good for the Colts. I have hope yeah. that Paris Campbell's finally healthy and going to help some. Um, but I don't know. It, just, it like it's just like this tear break from AJ Brown T Higgins to Michael Pittman is a bit like whoa. Okay, and yeah, like Marquise Brown. If I only get spike weeks from him. I'm cool with it because his spike weeks are going to be massive. Right. I've, seen, I've seen some people worried about like, oh, well, what about when DeAndre Hopkins returns? Well, I'd point to that of a 
um, well, whoa, what if DeAndre Hopkins returns and he's old and not, you know, like maybe he was taking PEDs because he's kind of getting up there and slowing down. Um, I guess we should talk about Hopkins and Godwin. I don't. See, these like these guys should... are these guys are like useless in this format. They should be going thirty picks later than they go in playoff formats. Yeah, I'll take like one or two of them here or there, but I think there should be like right now they go pretty much where they go on underdog, and I think that's that's got to be wrong for optimal scoring the most points. Keep in mind, you have to finish first out of everyone in this contest. Um, Nick says that. Matt said Pittman's a combo of Keenan and Allen Robinson. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's that good of a route runner. I would not, I would not, I would not give him that. I mean, he's, I had he's, like, he's pretty good. I had like 25% Michael Pittman last year, but he was going in like the sixth, seventh round. Um, right. Okay. So I can do a lot of things here. I could grab Murray. I'm not stressing it though. I'm going to grab Cooks. And see what happens. Again, a spike week guy should have a massive target share in his offense. You went Judy buying the dip. You got the Sutton Judy combo, so you can grab Russell. Yeah, I'm setting up I'm setting up the, the Giga stack, which I, I think is uniquely good for this format because if the Broncos are the 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 team that gains the most yards or scores the most points in the NFL, like that's just all flowing to these guys. Yeah, I think it's a good way to reach like 95% optimal outcomes. Um, okay, so I could grab Murray here, and a lot of time I would, but we're gonna get a bit different and just grab Amon Ra. He was on my winning team last year, but I'm um, going back to my point is I think super stacking teams is a great way to reach like 95% tile outcomes, and I think it's possible that 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 type of outcome is good enough to win the contest, but you know, it can't be. It's probably not a good way to reach 99.9999 percentile outcomes just because if Sutton is a smash, it kind of means Judy and Patrick and Hamler probably can't all be smashes if their cost is expensive. But, but so like, the, they're it, not, though. But Patrick and Hamler are free. And if one of those guys busts, that's all That's all good for the rest of the guys. Eric asked, was Amon Ron Liam's winning team last year? You are correct, sir. He's kind of like a uh, poor man's hmm. super cup. I'm I'm stuck here. I don't really know who I want to take here. Yeah, you're kind of in a gross spot. I think I know what I would do in your shoes, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Eli Mitchell because he's the home run guy. Where if he gets all that work, he's a guy I got to get more of. I have like so much Tyrion Davis Price, but um, I got to get more. But like you know, there's there's a lot of seasons where he is like I don't know a top ten running back, or if not, he just like has a ton of like 25, 30 point games. Yes. Um, yeah. Joshua asks, are there too many weapons on the Broncos? Uh, I wouldn't view it that way, Joshua. And even if you think some of the ADPs are off on some, some of them, them, some of them are going to bust. Yeah. But like, who cares? Just don't take all of them then. Or again, we already said a zero doesn't kill your team. Like the winning team on drafters last year in one of their contests had Michael Thomas, um, yeah. who literally did not play. Matt says Arizona also has 90% of their games in the Dome this year. Just can't fade them. Yeah, we love the Dome games. Best ball's laughing at me. Poor man's Cooper Cup. Um, hey, man, what we saw Monroe do at that stretch of the season to end, we've not seen a lot of people do that. Um, I think it also, like, I saw some sharp posts about the Lions the other day where 
I don't know who I don't I can't remember who wrote this, but basically where like Amon Ra's good games coincided with Cooper uh with uh Jared Goff coming back from like some minor injury he had. Weren't, weren't Swift and Hawkinson banged up and out too? That that's true, but at the same time, it also was when Anthony Lynn was fired as a play caller. And so Anthony Lynn was just like a terrible offensive coordinator, in my opinion. Right. And and like he was running the show early in the season. So I think there's some optimism. I made a tweet the other day where I pointed out that if you squint hard enough, I think this year's Lions roster looks a lot like that 2018 Rams Super Bowl. I mean, people are people are uh, they, like people are hip to this take. This is this is a take that is that is out there in the yeah. ether. People are people are are not obviously not everyone, but some people are are quite in on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and it's another case where like a lot of guys are expensive and the quarterback is cheap. So, um, yes, maybe maybe it's either Amon Ra or Hawkinson. Um, but who cares? Take some of them. Um, they don't all need to smash. And and Goff is fine being cheap. Um, he's a pocket guy. You know, who did you go? So you got Burks. You got the dropping Burks. I like that for your team. You got your starting team including your flex filled except for your quarterback which is how i like to build my teams too um and i'm kind of in a gross spot for you my sure are. team and pollard's getting expensive yeah pollard pollard is is pricey I, I noticed that a couple of the sites did um like a a adp refresh over the last week and and pollard is a guy who has gone up. I like I like taking Ayuk there. I mean, late late round seven Ayuk is just a really good pick. Yeah, I, I and I was hoping to get Lance with him, but uh, this guy double tap quarterback, which I'll talk about in a second. There, it's cool. I don't get him. Um, I'm not going to force one of these other quarterbacks. I think I'm going to go. Ah, screw it. I don't think I have any Pollard on drafters. So we'll grab Pollard and feel real good about my starting running backs. Ton of upside there. Um, talking about what I is, was inverted is here is this is what I was talking about. I would caution against double tapping elite quarterback. Um, I just think you're drawing real thin where you're making a bet. I, it, makes, it makes no sense in a cumulative scoring format to me. Yeah, it's just you're going to need to find a league winner in these later rounds where I'm taking my quarterbacks. To or, or or just have a team that gets really lucky with the distribution of their the scores of the cheaper quarterback. Sure, sure. You're, but it's just you're betting that no separator at running back, wide receiver, or tight end emerges from the seventh or eighth rounds, which seems like a thin bet to me. So I like to do max. I Early on, I was just kind of like I had some Josh Allen Brady teams. I had some Murray Burrow teams, I, you know, I had whatever, but then I dived into the data and I thought about it and I'm just not sure about that strategy working. So I would have grabbed one or the other, probably Prescott for him. And then, you know, like a press, like in his shoes, maybe I go Prescott Pollard. And then I have this Prescott Pollard Schultz stack where it's okay to grab negatively correlated pieces within a team. Um, if they're, you know, like, and Damn, I am the- I'm I'm cooked here, dude. I I missed on my I missed on my quarterbacks. Oh wow, someone snagged Russell just to do it to you. Um, Shit, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Devin Singletary. 
That was oh, not, that was no. What happened there? Oh, I got, I didn't click it. I didn't click it in time. No, but you didn't not only click it. You had, oh, he was, Matt, he, he was in my queue. He was oh, in my queue. I never do that. I, you know, I, I know a lot of people throw some people in the queue for later, but this is the risk of doing that is you get Matt Ryan way above ADP. Small positive where you're going to have a different team, um, which I want no, to talk dude, to you. It's not, it's not good. It's not yeah, good. Let's get, let's get your reaction first on Matt Ryan before we move on. Matt Ryan, round eight, flag planting, MVP season. What's the case? Uh, I mean, what's, what's, what is the case? Um, I mean, yeah, you just got to double down now. Just pretend it was on purpose. I think the case is that they play all those dome games and I have Michael Pittman. I mean, that's, that's it really. But, um, but yeah. obviously like I just got, I, I got to take Naheem Hines now. So, so everyone be ready for that. I got to take Naheem Hines way ahead of ADP. Cause I the like only Naheem way, Hines. the only way that, you know, the only way that works is if, um, What's his name? If Jonathan Taylor gets hurt. Honestly, I don't like, it doesn't feel good, but I don't think you're dead to win it all as long, but you just need to. No, you just, have to, shoes, you just have to hit on every other pick. Well, in your shoes, I don't exactly want to help you, but here's what I would do is I would consciously wait on my quarterback too, because oh, you, kind yeah. of, you kind of do need Matt Ryan to average 20 points per game, which is about what Stafford oh, did last big year. Big time. Um, at least Davis isn't getting sniped on Matty Ice, bullish Matty Ice. Uh, oh my God, Rip! Yeah, I personally never. Well, I just, dude, I just really had to fill out my starting lineup. Yeah, you know, I took, <laughs> yeah, I took, yeah. I, I took your advice to heart. I just really had to fill it out. You, you were trying to throw off the competition by saying that was a fish strategy, and you have 20 seconds on the clock, and you went Damian Harris. I like, I like the pick. Um, so you. You're going with the no PPR running backs with Mitchell and Harris, but hey, and they're, I mean, we saw their, their like 90 percentile. I mean, I don't even, days. I don't even really like Damian Harris. I just, I take him when he falls after ADP because I draft so much Ramondre Stevenson ahead of ADP that I need to, and I, I guess that's kind of playing it like a nit, but I take so much Ramondre ahead of ADP that it feels that I need to get exposure to Damian Harris when he's at like what was he 10 spots after ADP there um but like you just you just have to capitalize on those situations yeah and I think that's smart for your portfolio to approach it that way and also like you know I like Ramondre and I like but people are just giving up on Damian Harris a year early which if the Patriots are not that good it makes a lot of sense for them to run Damian Harris into the ground on his last year contract save a little tread on the tire for for their other guys and, I mean, we saw the dude score something crazy like 16, 17 touchdowns last year. I don't think he's just going to be um, inactive on the team. You know, Ramondre misses a pass block. He's the he's the guy. Um, what is Hines ADP on drafters versus underdog? PPR machine. I'll check that out in a bit here. Um, okay, so, again, it gets kind of thin at some of these positions here. Yeah, it really does. You just don't feel great about like some of these picks. This is this is the this is um so like I think there's a huge tier break like round six seven, and then I think there's again there's another huge tier break for me, um kind of after the Damian Harris, Corderell Patterson range. I was inverted. It was confident in his picks. He went Galladay Walker. Um, I went car, so I'm going to have no Las Vegas stacks, but all his pieces are expensive. 
So yes. I like that at least. Um, again, you're it's not essential you stack it up. Man, like wide receiver is pretty dead after it's this. So dead. Yeah. I'm gonna grab Woods and just make the bet that he's the one there. Do you think he start like? I've been approaching it that Woods is going to start the season. He looks good in those in those videos we're seeing of him. But um, what's your take? I saw there was there was some leaning that he may be slammed with the four game pup designation. Um, no, because he was already back at minicamp, so he should be he should be good to go. And and uh, you know it's kind of funny, like people are are remembering Robert Woods as like performing poorly last season or whatever, but he was the wide receiver 12 when he tore his ACL. He had gone uh, 45 catches, 550 yards, four touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown as well when he had gotten hurt. So it's not like he was totally dead. It's just, I mean, it is kind of a hard sell. 30-year-old wide receiver coming off of a torn ACL. X-Bill. In, in, X-Bill into, into an offense where he probably has a quarterback downgrade. Like, it's just not great. Yeah, no, 100% getting the quarterback downgrade. That's the thing. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, like Matt, uh, Mike Vrabel is like a hard ass. I could see him just being done with Burks if he gives him any bit of like asthma conditioning shit. Um, and, you know, the thing about like why I went Woods over, um, over Tyler Boyd there, who I also like, is Woods is drawing live to be his, his offense's pass catcher one Boyd yeah. is almost always the pass catcher three in a better offense. And I wouldn't always go woods over Boyd, but that's how I viewed it. I like uh, Davis went for Gronk who I also was considering there. And so, so I, I felt like I had to take Gronk because I, I have to hit on, I'm like having to hit on guys who are going to beat ADP by like six rounds right now. And if Gronk, like, let's say we get done with this draft and, and we read the tweet that Gronk has re-signed, uh, you know, a, a, an $8 million one-year deal with the Buccaneers. He immediately is going ahead of like, pro- I think he probably goes at Dalton Schultz. I think he's probably the tight end six. I think he goes in like the six, seven. Like, yeah, I mean, I would take him over. So in this draft, um, I yeah, I would take him probably right around Schultz is where I feel like he would settle just because like, even if we know he's signing back, there's questions about like how much will they use him in the regular season? Um, yeah. I mean, Cameron Brait is 30, so it's not exactly like he's young um, himself. I mean, and Cameron Brait is like useless. Yeah. I, I don't know. I saw some stat that he had like a ton of red zone targets last year, but he didn't score a lot of touchdowns. So, uh, but yeah, I like what you said for your team. With you taking Matt Ryan, you feel like you need to hit some guys who are going to be worth a lot more than their ADP. And Gronk is a uh, real low floor, real high ceiling type guy. Who's hosting who? In other words, who is paying t- who twelve fifty? Thanks, Bert, for the question. Um, giving me some shit for my question. See, I, both- I took that. I took that the other way. You know, Pete. Pete said that was uh, that was uh, you know out of out of form for you. I took that the other way. I was like, Liam's a real gambler. You know, so he doesn't want any question of of splitting equity or exactly. who owes money yeah. who. Like, I I took that as like uh, you know a person who is experienced in the world of gambling and doesn't want any questions on who owes who money. Well, that's really the thing is like, not to call it a nightmare to draft a winner on stream, but like. God forbid you do that and then no money exchange hands. And it's this ambiguous situation where you're counting on someone's goodwill to be like, yeah, man, sure. 
you can have one million dollars. Yeah, you can have you can have you can have half a million dollars. It's all yeah, good. Like, it's I just all like good. to we're straight. You know, I like to make the line real clear in the sand. You are getting fifty percent equity, or I will have a hundred percent. Um, versus Davis Smart Man, you're welcome in the group chat. I have a group chat with my boys from home. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone sent me it. Everyone gave me shit, obviously, but except for Spags, Spags like no. And I said, Spags, I'm happy to give you, happy to give you the fifty percent. A bit out of pocket for me to ask, but honestly, like if someone asked me, I would view it the same way. Like, okay, we have a clear, um, clear line in the sand that this is a fifty-fifty draft. Um, Joshua says Bray is good for one-one-one. That is correct. One catch, one touchdown. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Uh, man, it is getting ugly in these streets at every position. I I think there's I think there's a, a clear pick on the board. I'm grabbing Tim Patrick. That is not who I would have taken. Um definitely not grabbing Daniel Jones with my team if that's who you're talking about. And maybe you're talking about Gallup, but I'm not I'm not No, that. dude. Uh Rojo fits the squad. There like there are two running backs who are just like stone smashes for you and you just passed on them. Well, I think all three make sense. Um White has the highest ceiling, I feel. I have a lot of him at a cheaper price, though. So Yeah, but that doesn't matter. We'll go white. Um, the other thing I want to point out real quick before we get your comment on that is we want to be mindful of our bye weeks with drafters more so than underdog. And yes. I'm noticing I have a bunch of guys with week six buys um, and week nine buys. So... Something to keep in the back of the mind as the draft is going on. Who who were you leaning there for me? Were you leaning our guy Rashad, Rojo? Rashad White or Rojo? You you should have smashed the button on on either one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, but with all with Carter, Rojo, and White being there, I didn't feel need to take one here. And I do like Patrick. Um, I do like Patrick, even though like I know everyone likes Hamler. I like Hamler too, but I don't know the dude scored like five touchdowns with you know he got a huge contract no patrick is patrick is fine you just like i i would have double tapped ronald jones and rashad white if i had your team i think maybe with me making the bet on pollard chubb and cook i wanted to get one more wide receiver because um the 13 14th guys versus like patrick um jarvis landry here a lot i don't know i just have a little bit more optimism about that combo so we should be thinking about two for twos. Let's see what you did. You went Heinz in the eleventh. I like it. I have a ton of Heinz, but it was coming. Um, like he used to be going in like sixteenth, seventeenth on all the sites. Now he's more appropriate around Henderson. Uh, makes sense for your team. And you went with Corey Davis. Is that just like a? How do you feel about Corey Davis? He, I mean, he I, I I do think he is too cheap, but I wanted to set up the back door here for Zach Wilson so that I can get. I can get my double, but I mean, there, there is a, a multiverse out there where Corey Davis scores the most touchdowns of the three very talented Jets wide receivers. 100%. Um, let's see. We got some questions here. Um, full season scoring. That's right. Joshua asks, I've never drafted on drafters. Why is bye week more of a concern over here? It's because the winner is just who scores the most points. So if you take um, a zero, 
because you have a bunch of buys. That's not or good. even even if the threshold of making your lineup is lower one week. So like let's say for example, you even if they're not overlapping positions and you still have a running back score, you're giving yourself less bites at the apple in a certain week. Like like if you have six players who are all on buy in week eight. You're, you're probably not going to generate nearly as many points in week eight. You want a, a pretty good distribution of those. Yeah, I think something else for drafters that we should keep in mind is if there is a player out there who's going to have these 40, 50-point weeks that we've seen. Like last year, we saw, um, it was in the playoffs, but we saw Gabe Davis do it. We saw Jamar Chase do it in the regular season. We saw Jonathan Taylor do it in the regular season. These like 50-point weeks. So if, if a player is going to have these outlier weeks, I think we're almost assuredly going to need them on our team um even if they don't have a great rest of the season just because chucking in that 50 points yeah. one of your weeks is it, so it, it carries oh, it carries man. over yeah um so you went zach wilson in the 13th i you know i don't think there's a problem taking a quarterback in the 13th versus the 16th i mean it's not i don't i don't think it is i don't think it is gto per se like i don't i don't think that's a bad pick or a great pick either way but I am a, an absolute stone cold whore for stacking. And I also think the Jets are actually very similar to the Giants and that they could be one of these teams that giga stacking just gets you so paid because they can beat their ADP by so much. I'm going to go Earth Smith here and probably be done at tight end. Making a bet on the Vikings offense, a bit of a negative correlation with Cook where I'm just hoping to capture a lot of the um touchdowns for the Vikings offense and I think you know like their offense is always underrepped a little bit um Will Fuller super high upside guy the running backs are pretty dry after this um looking at my full team here quarterback I'm gonna wait I'm gonna push it he's he's like way more expensive on this site than every other site but screw it we're going down with the ship Another Will Fuller zero on my team potentially, um, but I love it. Interesting. Connor says, not going to lie, the Drafters app is looking pretty slick. Um, yeah, I usually go running back there, but I like it. Um, you know, like if he signs with the Packers, which seems like I, I ran a Twitter poll. The Packers was the most suggested uh, location. The yeah. other thing that just seems really poetic is Will Fuller's one last rug of the fantasy community is just retiring and giving everyone a zero who's been drafting him. So funny. So it's, funny. It's yeah. Like such a poetic end. But even if that happens, like some guy gets hurt week four for the Bucks, they're going to call up Will Fuller, right? You know, they're not going to trot out, you know, who, whoever. Uh, Correct. Yeah. I took, I took Alec Pierce, you know, cause we gotta, we gotta pay off. We gotta pay. Uh, so, so the week fourteen buy. Why would we uh, care about that for drafters? It 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 doesn't matter. Um, it, there there there. So there was this thing last year in the FFPC where the playoffs started when there were bye weeks. So you'd have to worry about that. But no, I'm, I'm I don't sweat it, and I also don't sweat it in that format either. Um. Yeah, I gotta do it in the chat. Trying to slide into my DMs, dude. I'm not. I'm not uh, reaching out to you. I already said I would book the action. Um about Mariota versus Fields. You have um, you have you have Mariota over Fields? Mary well, I mean A I should be getting some like market discount for, but I don't care. It's it's the Mariota plus Ritter combo fantasy points versus Fields where I know Fields is the favorite. I don't care. 
yes, the offense is going to be so much better than what he was in last year, but it's basically just that pass uh, offensive weapons matter and what Atlanta's trotting out on the field to catch passes is way better than what the Bears trot out. Unless Will Fuller signs with Chicago, which is a dark horse uh, location too. Yeah, that's that's legit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like Cordero Patterson, we want him being like the third wide receiver, right? Like Cordero Patterson slot wide out, sign me up. Um, Cordero Patterson, by the way, another guy that we like a bit more on drafters because who cares if he gets hurt week yeah. eight? So you went Alec Pierce. I love Alec Pierce. Um you know, just an athletic freak. And yeah, I think Matt my, Ryan, to, think totally my, totally my profile of guy that I like. Well, he mostered in the 15th. He's, he's a high upside guy. He's not a guy I have a ton of though. Is it just the bet against Chase Edmonds being the bell cow? No, Is I mean, I just think it's a backfield where you should draft all three guys. I mean, one of the things we know about fantasy is you should really all target. Four, dude. Don't forget miles Gaskin. I don't think he's going to make the team. I, he he is my bet to be the odd man out. Cut is probably great for his fantasy profile. If he signs with like the the Rams or something as like a uh I can see that. I can see that being true. Um but point being I it that like that offense should actually be quite good, right? Like I don't think I don't think we expect the Dolphins to be bad on offense and so we I think we want to take some shots on all their running backs and Moser and Michelle are the cheapest. And and by the way, in this format, we haven't talked about this yet. I think drafting running backs on the same team when they're both cheap, like both like uh, let's say 12th round or later, I actually think is fine because if those guys combine for uh, what, 180 points of spike weeks or something, they, they probably paid off for you. Um, So I'm going to take Tannehill, but with inverted drafting Lance and Prescott, he's tanking his team to take him. So I can take whoever I want. Um, that is not him. And so I was going to take Tannehill. You're doing, the I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel, honestly, walking Samuel Hamler. I like them all. Um, I know people are a little bit more on, down on Samuel. He's got more target competition, but he gave us like a 200 point, 176 half point PPR points. Um, two years ago. Yes. CMC went down, but um, I like it. And I waited on my quarterback, too, and I really, you know. Okay, so I'm going to have to get a third quarterback with me having two weeks, six buys, whatever. We'll get a, we'll get a guy in the 20th round, probably. Um, Willis says, Paul, take Tandy for the bit. That would have been funny. But, um, yeah, with Carr, I'm going to have no Las Vegas pass catchers. Maybe I'll grab one of the running backs late. You got to take, take Kenyon Drake and Foster Moreau. Yeah, I, I could do that, but I don't feel the need to force it. It's just kind of like a with me having an unstacked car, the bet is that Adams, Waller, and Renfro all do good, but none of them have like a bunch of 40-point weeks, so they're not a needed stack partner. It's just hopefully they bunch have a bunch of 20-point PPR weeks. They're not burying me. Car's doing good, and I have other pieces. Um, Connor pointed out that Kaskin is on a Gaskin is on a seventh-round rookie contract. No way he gets cut. Yeah, I don't know. With the new coaching staff, you know, I think they can do whatever they want. Demarcus Robinson, I'm not doing it. Um, Davis is on the clock here. I, you know, I don't know if he's planning to roll with two or three quarterbacks. With I, I will probably, I will probably take a third of both with this team 
because of what uh right on two yeah uh one because i feel very good about this running back grouping of uh, i honestly even just the four of them eckler uh eli mitchell damian harris night minds i think i'm gonna get a good distribution of points there this honestly is not a very good team obviously because i drafted matt ryan like 90 spots ahead of adp this is uh this is also like a I kind of just let the room dictate who I took. Like I, like a lot of these guys on my team, I don't have strong player takes on any of them. Actually, the only the only strong player take guy I took was Burks. That was it. The rest of them, I I just kind of took them because they were the right structure pick. Yeah, and with you having uh, Judy and Sutton and not having Wilson, yeah, I'm always of the philosophy I that. Got well, I, I'm always of the philosophy that the quarterback is the least important, the least part, important part. Yeah, yeah. You're correct. just saying the Broncos' offense is going to be good, which is a smart, logical bet. Um, how do you feel? You know, there's a lot of talk on playoff fantasy sites, best ball sites such as Underdog and DraftKings about getting different at the top of draft. I do think. No, I that, don't. I don't care at all. I yeah, probably not. But I still do think it makes some sense on a site like Drafters, where if you're the only person out there that has a whatever Stefan Diggs, Tyree Kill, you know, uh, and the uh, the uniqueness, the uniqueness actually, like um, the odds of your construction or team being unique in a fifty five and fifty five thousand entry tournament are a lot more than in the four hundred thousand person tournament or eight hundred thousand on DraftKings or whatever. I agreed with that take, but at the same time, um, you're still probably competing. You know, how many people do we think have Eckler, Andrews, Pittman starts? Probably, you know, I don't know. Probably a lot. A couple hundred um, versus how many people do I think have a... Yeah, but how many many people... Jones, Andrews, Pittman start? You know, not... But you have to be conscious of who is a price riser and faller. So if you took... You know, like like Mike Williams is a guy you used to be able to get cheap, so he's not a guy you want to take when you're getting different. Yeah, but how many people did it with an eighth round Matt Ryan <laughs> and a round seventeen Mo Ali Cox? I'm not. Do you do you just? Uh, is it just because he's the veteran there? I'm just not even sure if he's the tight end one there. Um, Why wouldn't he be? They they uh, drafted Jelani Woods, who yeah, is but rookie athletic. rookie tight ends never play. It's the same thing I told Corain about. Same with uh, same with Fryer move last year, right? Rookie tight ends never play. It's Eric Ebron's show, which he which was what it was to start the year, and then Ebron got hurt. Um, let's see here. I'm also I'm also uh, much much less price sensitive when we are getting to the 17th round, like. One one good one good Roto World blurb on uh, on Mo Ali Cox here. All right, we auto drafted James White. That was my fault. By the way, guys, if you miss a pick on drafters, you go on auto right away. So just make sure. So, to turn yeah, that off. Uh, unclick the button. Yeah. So not the ideal running back for this format. Um, but whatever, he plays running back, and I'm gonna grab Mariota. The ideal for this team is either Mariota starts the whole year. Or he at least starts week six um, for my team. And I feel strong enough at wide receiver that I probably, you know, even if Robinson's a zero, um, don't be a Cox block, Liam. That's fine. Yeah, Kyle Granson, too, is the other thing I wanted to bring up with the Colts because they drafted him last year in, like, the third or fourth. Yeah, I actually, I actually, uh, like, I, I think, I mean, I think that makes my point, right, which is that, 
they've they've drafted all these dudes to try and fill Mo Ali Cox's shoes, and they won't. Like, and Mo Ali Cox himself didn't play forever, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I want Mo Ali Cox to be a thing. Dude's big, has a fun name. Um, I'm just letting it kind of play out there, and you know, maybe whatever. That's maybe I'm being a little risk averse there, and I should revisit that but i just don't like the the one blurb i saw on it is like jelani woods moves much better than cox but has bad hands and malala cox has good hands i mean just what i'm telling you is unless jelani woods is like extremely 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 good he's not he's not going to get on the field right away because he's going to make like 900 mistakes in preseason and in training camp uh, yeah, I think he just has like a perfect 10 Raz profile and I just can't help. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does. The athletic so I, I have him in all my, I have him in all my, uh, you know, my dynasty leagues. I spent like third round rookie picks on him. Um, Hey, I love it. And yeah, I mean like, I like what the Colts have done here. Are they just going to rotate through the veterans? Just, you know, everyone on their way out of the league comes stop by the Colts. We'll get Tom Brady in five years on his last year at the Colts. We'll get, uh, Aaron Rodgers one year. You know, they got Phil Rivers. They got Matt Ryan now. Um, <laughs> Willis. Yes, I did know he played basketball. Um, weird thinking how much draft capital Indy is investing to replace Jack Doyle. Yeah, I mean, Jack Doyle being a thing for so long. Like, Yeah, gonna... I mean, they they needed that guy, though. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll remember the I remember the FFPC playoff challenge two years ago where Jack Doyle gave us like a 25-point week against Buffalo, and he was like – Point one percent own. Matty Ice yeah. likes his larger tight end. Yeah, but everyone's a large tight end on the Colts. It's not like Johnny Woods is a small dude. That's a great point. That um, is a that is a very good point. Does this the Sean Watson news today affect the length of his suspension? Neither Davis or I are lawyers. The news, if people are wondering, is that well, people were and, immediate. People were immediately responding to me because I kind of thought maybe he wouldn't, but people were immediately responding and saying, actually, it probably just means that they can get started on the suspension now because they're not waiting on any new information. Well, you still got four more civil cases. Um, yeah, so the news for anyone that's wondering is I believe he settled on 20 out of 24 civil cases. So Correct. Davis, by the way, after saying he's not a fan of getting different in the draft, is getting real different here, taking Ritter in the 18th, um, taking Moali Cox, so a couple guys that usually go late. And, you know, I like it for his team. He's got Odell. But I, I So so I, I think at this point in the – oh, shit, hold on. I got to pick. Two, one. Mario. Um, so like I just am I and and people could argue about this or whatever. I'm just not differentiating cost that much between a round 17 and a round 20 pick. I'm just taking guys that I think fit overall what I need. And I needed to add some ceiling here at quarterback with Wilson and Ryan because a huge chunk of the time those guys are going to be between 16 and a half and 19 and a half fantasy points on a given week, probably. But Ritter, if Ritter runs, that's what we want from Zach Wilson. <laughs> I right. mean, like, we saw the 12 point weeks last year, right? So I needed, I needed to add, I needed to add any guy who could run. We'll grab McKenzie. Um, got to get a Bills guy in every draft, and it's the bet that he either is not dead in the slot, slash splits it with Crowder, slash just has spike weeks. Um, and we saw the spike weeks. There's a little rumbling that he would play against man coverage and Crowder would play against zone, which makes logical sense to me. Um, and then I'm not going to grab another tight end. I'm going to grab 
a running back. And I'm going to grab a guy that's not always drafted, trying to get a little bit different. There's been a little bit of buzz about him. He had some big weeks last year, Dontrell Hilliard. I have a ton of Haskins, the rookie, for the Titans. And, I mean, we saw this dude catch a ton of balls last year. So I finished out with a Carr, Tannehill, Mariota quarterback. Um, you know, Tannehill and Mariota give me a bit of a rushing floor. Carr is hopefully my every week guy. I got a nice mix of running backs with Cook and Chubb anchoring the squad and then some high upside dudes and James Robinson for hopefully later in the season. I like my wide receivers with a mix of PPR guys and some high upside dudes. Uh, Marquise Brown, Brandon Cook, Saman Ra, Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods, Tim Patrick, Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel, Isaiah McKenzie. And then Kelsey and Smith, I'm hoping to be smashes at tight end, or at least Kelsey is. So I like my squad. I think it's live for first. Um, I'm not thin at any position. And yeah, let's see how Davis finishes his team before we run through his squad there. So he finishes with Mark Ingram. I think that's a good pick. Uh, pretty good, pretty good 20th round pick. I mean, he might like what, what, what does he have to do to pay off a 20th round pick? Like just to be worth a roster spot, start three games probably. Yeah. I mean, and Kamara could get suspended. So we'll let uh, this draft finish before I look at Davis's team. It kind of uh, moves me as the draft picks happen, but he went with a Matt Ryan, Zach Wilson, Ritter combo. I'd say you're a bit weaker at quarterback than me, but they're pretty pretty comparable. Um, Eckler, Mitchell, Harris, Hines, Moster, Ingram. I like your running backs. Um, pretty similar squads for us both. And then you got um, at tight end, you got two really strong guys and maybe a great bet that correlates with your team where you got Mark Andrews, Gronk, and Moali Cox. Wide receiver, you went with your glue guys, Pittman, Sutton, Judy, and then some high upside dudes, Bucks, uh, Burks, Davis, Alec Pierce, Odell. So a ton of super stacks on the Colts, which, you know, the Colts probably win that division most of the time. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but okay, this draft finished. Davis, how do you feel about your squad? What are you seeing in these drafter streets? Let's say a couple more things before we say. I mean, I do think uh, like there were the the draft was not easy. These dudes, these dudes are mostly pretty good. I like. Uh, I love that Nate started with CMC and then just just pissed yellow. Um, yeah. I, I love I love the piss boy there. We got we got a couple of zero RB drafters in here, which I I uh, am realizing I did not account for enough. Um, so it looks like uh, Updog. Uh, uh, who is, is really grinding these streets. He did the zero RB start. Um, we had uh, we had another piss boy start with uh, Julius Winston, who started Dig Samuel. So uh, I, I should have accounted for that a little bit more. I think I think my my this is just not a very good team. And we're going to... Would you gonna, have skipped out on Mitchell maybe to account for yes, another wide receiver? Yes, I would have. I would have skipped. I Because I had Eckler. I had my anchor. I would have taken an, um, you know, a Devonta Smith or whatever. Yeah, there. but you, but you don't feel great about going Smith and London in the sixth when you when they're usually. No, I, I feel fine. I, I feel fine with that in the context of the draft. Yeah, and like reviewing what Updog did here, and like Nate the Freight, like so they went three wide receivers, and then you could see he had his fifth running back by the twelfth round. So he's not overgoing zero running back, right? He's counting on these guys, and then he's getting his running backs. Same with Nate the Freight, running back all these wide receivers and then a bunch of running backs in the next rounds. So um, kind of like the opposite of what I did where I went tight end, running back, running back, a bunch of wide receivers, right? So like the inverse of what's going on there. 
I was inverted kind of on the same idea as me. Um, yeah, not my favorite team I've ever built. I don't have a stack for car, not ideal, but doesn't mean I'm dead. Um, some individual player takes upside, you know, like Pollard could smash, Fuller could smash, Patrick could smash. I feel pretty good about which it. Is, which is what this format actually is kind of built for and rewards is player takes. Yes. And you know, you know, I, I'm not shy to have a player take hashtag Gabe Davis. Um, so guys, before we get out of here, Davis, thanks so much for coming on. I believe the plan is for us to get a weekly or so draft where we'll be drafting here. Davis is going to upload the audio. Um, I'm going to Vegas on Thursday for the World Series of Poker. You're not allowed to draft in Vegas. So what we might do is Davis and I might split a drafters and I'll share my, he'll share my screen with me and I'll share that screen with the stream and it will just be one of us drafting. Um, thanks guys for jumping in today. Davis, what do you guys tell the people before we sign off for today? Uh, yeah, I mean, just thanks for drafting guys. Be, uh, we're, we're probably going to do these on Thursday. So clear your schedule, be ready for it. And, uh, if you're going to fill your queue with a guy who's a hundred spots ahead of ADP, <laughs> then you gotta have, you gotta have Peter Overzet ask nimble fingers. Uh, yeah. And guys, you can use either my Davis's or minor Davis's promo code, uh, either Chesliam or Davis. Please hit that subscribe button. If you have not yet. And have a great rest of your day. Goodbye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.